Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. So this week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be featuring outspoken commentator Peter Cohen and equally outspoken commentator Joe Wilcox with a lot of stuff to talk about with regard to Apple and other subjects. All this and more on the Tech Night Owl Live. So when I mentioned ahead of our interview with Peter Cohen, the issue of Band 71 at T-Mobile, and I was going to say Band 71 on the run, we (laughs) learned that Peter Cohen has no use for Paul McCartney's Wings Band. Why is that? Hey, every band has good songs. Wonderful Christmas Time was one of my favorite Christmas jingles. It's just one of those perfect pop confections right up there with rocking around the Christmas tree for stuff I want to hear at the holidays. So, But you have no use for Paul McCartney being, I guess, self-indulgent. Is that what it is? It's just not my cup of tea, you know? Just not my cup of tea, man. Like BTO, I have no place in my heart for Bachman Turner Overdrive either. There's some bands of the 70s that are best left in that decade. I never got into Bachman Turner Overdrive, and I realized Randy Bachman had worked on Guess Who uh-huh. with Burton Cummings. And I guess they had a falling out or what? I, I, oh, I, don't, I don't understand any of the band stuff. I mean, if you put three or four or five guys or gals together in a rock and roll band, and you got egos and you got a lot of talent going on there, and just normal people, you put them together, many of them will just break up. You know, they'll be like Simon and Garfunkel, where they wake up one day after growing up together virtually in the same neighborhood. They couldn't stand one another. This is Old Men Yelling at Rock and Roll Clouds on Gene Steinberg's The Tech Night Owl. I'm not getting any older talking about it. Let's talk about this stuff. <laughs> Band 71. I'd be happy to talk about Band All right, 71, I... Gene. It's really interesting stuff. Let me preface this. I've been looking for a way to exit AT&T, their customer service has gotten worse and worse. I quit them about five or six years ago, so I'm right there with you, brother. Well, it really got bad after they bought DirecTV. Because now what they do when they have these mergers is they don't simply take 5,000 people in one company, 5,000 people in another, and make 10,000 people. They'll make it 7,500 people, and people in support or so-called redundant services will be let go. And what they also do at AT AT&T, and this is only in recent years, they use outsourced support. And so half the people you get don't really understand what you're asking. Worse about AT&T is they have a digital voice assistant that's supposed to use voice recognition to recognize your request. Lots of companies do it. The local power company, SRP, does the same thing. The difference is with SRP, they usually recognize what you want. With AT&T... I'm a wireless customer. It's the only service from AT&T I use. Half the time I get to one of their other divisions. So go figure. That that notwithstanding, Band uh, 71 actually is going to help T-Mobile go head-to-head with AT&T in markets where it really fails right now. You see, I've I've been a a T-Mobile customer for a while, and I've seen them build out their network. If you're living in a major urban area, like um, the closest urban center to me would be Boston, T-Mobile coverage is really good. But even in urban areas, you run into some problems. Um, And in rural areas, like where I live, the problems become a lot more apparent. And that's all because T-Mobile's, most of T-Mobile's spectrum 
spectrum, uh, the radio, radio frequencies that they cell towers use to communicate with devices like uh, like the iPhone operate between 1700 and 2100 megahertz and that wavelength does not permeate buildings nearly as well and it doesn't travel over large areas nearly as well as the 700 megahertz bandwidth that um at&t uses verizon uses the same um uh frequency range just a different uh radio transmitter technology so that puts t-mobile at a big strategic disadvantage with the other two and T-Mobile's solution to that was to acquire 600 megahertz bandwidth um, in an auction uh, that the FCC uh, had earlier this year. Big deal for them. They're going to be building this out. It's already reserved as band 71 uh, for LTE spectrum. And when they finally get these towers online across the country, they're going to have uh, a nationwide network that's going to be able to go head-to-head with, with AT&T and, uh, and Verizon. Uh, so it's very exciting. It's a very exciting time for T-Mobile. Here's the problem. Practically no phones support Band 71 right now. I can count the number of phones that I can get LTE Band 71 on right now and still have fingers left over uh, to type on my iPhone. You see, so, this is what I wonder about here with Band 71. And that is you're building out capability that's going to cost billions of dollars. Could they have coordinated more closely with the handset makers say we're doing this you know maybe we could work with our engineering department and your people to make sure you have gear that's compatible this deal deal came together in spring gene and by springtime apple's iphone hardware spec was already baked that wasn't something that apple was going to change on a whim for one carrier in the united states the only carrier so far that's using this particular bandwidth frequency. That's an unreasonable expectation for either Apple or Qualcomm or Intel to have. Now, Apple is sourcing chips, radio chips from from suppliers. These products only need to be vetted and tested by the suppliers before they get to Apple's design process. And Apple has to put those hardware technologies through very, very careful evaluation and testing in order to get them into the next design rev. So this stuff happens with a an understandable lag of production. Ultimately, this is a, a supply line issue, and it's it's a quality control issue. But let me make it about me. Let me make the story about me for a second. When the iPhone 6 came out, I got really excited because T-Mobile had also announced that it was going to do LTE Band 12. And I said, oh, well, cool. They announced that the iPhone 6 came out months later. I'm probably safe. I'm probably going to be able to get LTE Band 12 on my iPhone 6. Lo and behold, my iPhone 6 didn't support LTE Band 12. And it was for this exact reason. You know, they, they'd announced that they were doing LTE Band 12, uh, that they were going to get it online by, you know, at, at a certain point. And Apple couldn't meet that because Apple's design for the iPhone 6 was already baked. Um, so I, I felt a little cheated at the time. But when I actually thought about it and then when I did some research, I understood that there was a lot longer of a production cycle here than I had really initially uh, even considered. So my... Uh, uh, 
annoyance at this was really misplaced. And it turned out that Apple did get LTE Band 12 um, into production with the iPhone 6S a year later. So, uh, you know, now that's supported along with all the other bands that that T-Mobile uses. I have no doubt that this is an iterative problem that we'll see fixed with the next round of iPhones that are going to come out in 2018. I'm not looking at a crystal ball. Everybody knows that Apple's already working on next year's models now. Um, So we'll see that next time, but not this time. Besides, LTE Band 71 is probably going to take T-Mobile the better part of two or three years to build out. Uh, it's not something that's coming online everywhere. It's only open uh, opening in small test markets in rural places like down east Maine and the middle of nowhere in Montana. So um, I've been there in the middle of nowhere in Montana. Now, the point being here is that T-Mobile's biggest problem is coverage in, shall we say, sparsely populated areas. Their issue is twofold. One is that. The other one is that um, their uh, a signal does not particularly penetrate build or does not penetrate building walls particularly well, which is why they were so anxious to hop on board exclusively for a little bit with Wi-Fi calling uh, on the iPhone. They were very anxious to see that supported and supported across as many products iOS and Android as they possibly could do, because it helped them solve that issue by letting those phones piggyback on Wi-Fi networks where they could. So 600 megahertz fixes that because obviously lower frequency, better penetration uh, to walls, better dispersal over wide areas. Um, it's better all around technology than the, than the, the frequency bandwidth that they've been hung up with up until this point. We'll explore more about the mobile conundrum. T-Mobile, everything else. In our next segment with Peter Cohen, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American 
incontinent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. You want to save money in a place that gives you growth, control, and certainty without stock market risk or tax risk, and you want guarantees and you want it all tax-free. That's a tall order. But you can get all of that with properly designed participating whole life insurance. Most people think life insurance pays after you're dead. That's true. But you can have tax-free access to use your life insurance while you're alive. Get the free book to find out how. Call 702-660-7000. It's been said any society is only three missed meals away from chaos those times may be near think about it our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from russia and north korea social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns and our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack when the chaos from any one of these threats arises the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency that's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. 99 bucks for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So as we continue here, we see, therefore, Band 71 as a work in progress. And that maybe the issues of switching to T-Mobile would also be a work in progress. Now, one of the reasons, in addition to the lousy customer support that I had considered leaving AT&T, other than possibly getting a better price, was the fact that one of my friends is on our cell phone line, Chris O'Brien, he's the co-host of the Paracast, and part of our deal with him is to give him a line on my cell phone connection. And he lives in Cottonwood, Arizona. And he said the reception there is lousy, but he hears that T-Mobile's is pretty decent. The problem here, and this is another issue with cell phone coverage, you look at their coverage maps, and they all look pretty good, except that if you actually use the service, they're not so good. Yeah, I think mistaking uh, or the the basic fallacy here is mistaking any published 
coverage map as anything other than marketing material designed to make the the company look as favorable as favorable as it can. Uh, I, I certainly see that with uh, T-Mobile's coverage maps in my neighborhood. They tell me that I should have a fair connection in places where I get no carrier signal whatsoever. That's demonstrably worse than fair, but still it's pink instead of dark magenta on their coverage map. So yeah, don't believe the hype. My, my recommendation for anybody considering switching carriers from their current carrier to another one regardless is to make sure that the carrier offers some sort of uh, guarantee that lets you back out of whatever commitment you're making to them uh, if you find their service uh, less than acceptable. Um, I know that T-Mobile's done that in the past where um, they'll let people cancel uh, their deals if they don't like coverage. Um, so check with your carrier, uh, your individual carrier, to see if that's a possibility. But it does pay to shop around. You know, I, I think it, uh, these days you can find a much better deal uh, if you're paying one of the uh, the higher priced carriers. Um, and you know, for us leaving uh, the carrier that we did, leaving AT and T, I think we were able to shave about fifty percent off of our family cell phone bill. Uh, in the end, going to T-Mobile, we live with um, the coverage reduction. Um, that we see in our area simply because we save so much money. Now, that's an interesting issue here. So they offer all these incentives, like we'll give you, what, $300 per line to switch, which may pay all or most of what you might still owe on your handset. And you see, here's the issue. Say you're making payments to AT&T. It's a two-year deal. One year into it, you still owe half. And then you sign up with T-Mobile, their deal would be to I guess, reimburse you for that. But if you say, no, it doesn't work, how do you go back to your other carrier? That could be a little complicated if you've already switched your phone numbers over and everything. Certainly could be. So it's not just the warranty. No, it really isn't. It's not just the warranty. There are a lot of different factors in play. And, you know, everybody's got to decide for themselves whether or not it's worth the, uh, the effort to jump to, to a different carrier for sure. Right. It's not easy. You have to consider the fact that if it doesn't work, to go back may be a problem. And then also the other thing to consider is the carriers all have like a customer retention department. Now, if you're ready to leave, you tell them, I think I'm going to go to T-Mobile. What can you do for me today? And they may actually come up with something. They'll come up with a lower price. They'll come up with something, some incentive to keep your business because it's a lot cheaper for them to maybe cut your price a little bit with some kind of secret plan you didn't know about than to put up with the cost of finding another customer. It costs them a lot of money to advertise and to set up a new customer. But if they can keep you and pay a little something as an incentive to do so, they probably will. In many cases, yeah. I mean, and, and sometimes it's just a game that, that, that some vendors want you to, to play with, uh, uh, with with them anyway. Well, I can't say that they want to, but they will if, if, you, if you try the haggle game with them. So, look, if you're comfortable with it, uh, you know, give them a shout and, and try to haggle. I admit that haggling is not in everybody's wheelhouse, and some people are very uncomfortable with it. And um, uh, that, that I would say even the companies count on that being the case to kind of have the path of least resistance uh, with their customers. Uh, so having said that, look, like I said, if, you, if you're comfortable doing it, uh, it doesn't hurt to say, look, I'm out of here unless you can make it worth my while to stay. It's worth it. And once again, if you're going to switch to another carrier, 
have an exit plan, be sure that you're making the right decision. Because as we point out, you may be able to get out of your new wireless deal, but then where do you go? How do you go back to the old one? Kind of, kind of different. So it's something we're considering. You know, we have new iPhones out now, an iPhone 10. Are you going to get an iPhone 10? Oh, no. No, I'm going to let other people fall in the early adopter sword. Thank you very much. So what do you have now? I have an iPhone 6 Plus. It's about three years old. So you can go to an iPhone 8 Plus. No big deal. An iPhone 8 Plus would be great. Um, To be perfectly frank with you, I think that I might just save money and go with the iPhone 7 Plus uh, because you can get an even better deal on those now. Um, and for what I'm looking for, uh, you know, the, the iPhone eight plus is not a big enough, uh, of a deal to, to make me want to spend a premium. Now, when I say an iPhone seven plus, I'm not talking about buying one from Apple either. I mean, you know, people forget that there's a, a thriving, uh, resale market for unlocked devices on eBay and elsewhere. You can find, you can scope out really good prices on used gear. And uh, a lot of people take care of their gear very well. So you can find meticulously maintained ones um, that uh, uh, that work well. You can also save money by uh, looking in the... Um uh, uh, the Apple Store uh, online. The Apple Store will sell refurbished equipment. Uh, refurbished equipment is sold by Apple in uh, repackaging. So it's not the original packaging. It's a white box, if you will. Um, but it comes with a full warranty, and it's also Apple Care Plus eligible. So it's a great way to save money and get as new equipment. I mean, Apple's, I, I can't say more about Apple's refurbished program. I have never purchased anything from Apple's refurbished program that was in anything less than pristine condition. And I've done it like probably half a dozen times at this point. And I would think also when it's refurbished, they're going to check it pretty carefully. More carefully possibly than a brand new product because it's something that may have been returned to them. And you certainly, when you get a refurbished product, want to make sure it's scratch-free, that it looks and behaves like new. Yeah, absolutely. And having worked in, uh, you know, an Apple, uh, third-party Apple retailer for for a number of years, I can tell you that when stuff goes back to Apple that's been returned in an open box, it's typically, oh, I got the wrong model and I accidentally opened it, or I used it for a day and realized that I really do need, uh, you know, cellular service on this iPad instead of just Wi-Fi. Um, and they do go back to Apple. Apple does thoroughly examine them and and reprep them for uh, for retail sales as a refurbished item so it does go through a complete process like i said the best part about it is that you can get apple care plus so if you're concerned about you know the glass breaking or something else happening and you needing to get it fixed uh that's a great way to do it um saves you the the problem that you would have buying through the the gray market otherwise peter cohen is joining us i'm gene steinberg you're in the tech night owl live for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com. Virtual care anywhere. 
In an emergency, you need a fire now. But what if the wood is wet? No problem for InstaFire. Our non-toxic fire starter packs, light wet wood, can even burn on water or in any weather. Sustains winds up to 30 miles per hour, and each pouch weighs only 1.75 ounces. Need an emergency stove? Get the InstaFire Inferno stove that boils water in under three minutes. Temps up to 1,500 degrees. Free shipping on anything. Go to InstaFire.com slash radio specials and get yours today. InstaFire. Fire in an instant. InstaFire.com slash radio specials. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. 1-800-959-5759. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business, so make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit reputationdefender.com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Ben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. The 
before we go on, the best way to support the Night Owl in his old age is to become a subscriber to Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com. That's P-L-U-S dot You'll get information on how to sign up. Prices begin at $1.49 a week or price cheap. Cheaper than the coffee at the local convenience store. How's that grab you, huh? Plus nice deal. Isn't it such a deal? Plus.technightowl.com. We're talking here. We started with Band 71, No More Paul McCartney and Wings Jokes about what it's intended to do and future iPhones and other gear will likely support it, but not now. We talked a little bit about whether Peter's going to switch to one of the new iPhones. I mentioned the iPhone 8 Plus. I don't know what I'm going to do because I have no money, but we'll see what happens and see whether I want to switch to something. But I agree with you that the iPhone 10 is a very, very new idea. In terms of Face ID, this is the facial recognition system from Apple, I kind of think of the iPhone 5S where Touch ID debuted, and it wasn't perfect, was it? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I had one at the time, and it, it worked great, and Apple's iterated and improved it since then, and of course paired it with other haptic technology, the taptic engine, so to speak, um, that um, has really, I think, thoroughly uh, enhanced the interface experience when you're using an iOS device. So I understand what Apple is doing, and I understand that Apple is trying to reduce the, mm, what's, the, for lack of a better word, the, the, the friction that we've got with the actual hardware interface of these devices. Um, and, and it's been interesting to see how they, they sort of iterate this idea. You know, we had the home button for the longest time on the iPhone. It was an actual mechanical button. And then when Apple introduced the Taptic Engine, all of a sudden it, it became a software button. It was, it was like uh, the trackpad on the MacBook Pro. All of a sudden it was a, a piece of dead glass when the device was off. But on, you could actually feel it tapping. And it, it was... It was you know, as a thing tapping back at you from inside the uh, the iPhone. Uh, so now they've gone to a completely glass interface with this Taptic engine, and it, it's made the 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 Touch ID button, the home button, kind of an irrelevant concept. Face ID is really interesting. It's just an inside baseball thing here. Apple acquired a company from Israel a few years ago called PrimeSense. They were best known uh, for using te- technology that was originally developed for the uh, the IDF, the, the Israeli Defense Force, uh, into the device that would ultimately become uh, Microsoft's Xbox Connect interface. The the uh, the interface that's on the uh, uh, the the Xbox uh, video game consoles that lets it see the room, if you will, and kind of map out the room in 3D space. Uh, so you can do things like play video games in front of your computer that that show you dancing with somebody else, that sort of thing. It's an adaptation of that same technology. So if you want to think of it as kind of like a, a connect on the iPhone, that's exactly what's going on here. It's very, very cool technology. One of the things that really bugs me, Gene, is that I've seen some coverage about Face ID that is what I would classify as classic FUD, classic fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Lots of it. I've been criticizing that for quite a long time, really have. And I just wonder where they get this from, except for one thing. If we look at facial recognition on other products, we see it's deeply flawed. Look at Samsung Galaxy S8, which had three biometric systems. It had 
fingerprint sensor in the rear, right near the camera, so when you're reaching for it, you might touch the camera lens and smudge it, okay? It then had iris recognition for your eyes and facial recognition, but those two were easily defeated with digital photographs. So I expect here, if people look at Samsung, well, they couldn't do it. Maybe Apple can't either. Of course, Apple bought you know, Prime Sense for 3D technology several years ago. They spent a lot of money. Apple buys up all these little companies with great technology that maybe hasn't been translated to a retail product. And they use that, like with Siri, like with fingerprint recognition. And they use that to develop something that others can't do. Because once Apple buys the technology, they can't have that technology on other companies. It's exclusive to Apple. You get the picture. You know, Tim Cook's been giving interview after interview since the debut of the iPhone 10, kind of explaining that this is the iPhone of tomorrow. And some of the, some of the descriptions that he's given of the iPhone 10 um, are similar to the way that he's described the MacBook, the, uh, the, the, the very thin USB-C-only MacBook with the uh, keyboard that really kind of shocked people when it first came out. You know, people dismissed it as sort of a Barbie laptop or, or you know, just a designer Mac that really didn't have any substance underneath. And sure, the first generation of that computer wasn't fantastic, but the second generation has been an amazing machine. And I don't know too many people who are using them that don't think that they're the best laptop they've ever used in their life, period, hands down, end of story. The reason I bring that up is because the iPhone 10 is kind of positioned in Apple's product line the same way that that MacBook is as well. Um, the, the difference being that that MacBook is not the most expensive MacBook in the line. But when you look at the iPhone 10 and what it can do, you can see that Apple's trying something very different, trying something very hard to kind of move the conversation in terms of how, interface and how things work. And you, you're right about the technology that uh, Apple's introducing in the iPhone 10 not being unique to iPhone 10. Apple really is. You know, th this is a, a, a fallacy that I hear repeated a lot in punditry and tech punditry that, you know, well, if Apple doesn't have X, then they're going to go out of business or they're going they're ignoring where the market is going inevitably 24 12 8 36 whatever months it takes apple to figure out how to incorporate that technology intelligently it doesn't or it's not going to go toe to toe feature wise with any other smartphone maker because that is not what compels it what is compelling it is how do we get this technology into our product or how do we get technology into our product in a way that makes sense for our customers? How do we make using our products as frictionless an experience as we possibly can? And that's what Apple's doing with the iPhone 10. More power to them. The thing is, it's a thousand bucks. The cost of entry is is a thousand bucks. And I'm not really sure that that ticket is willing is is worth paying right now given how I use my devices. So from a purely personal standpoint, Gene, that's why I'm not, I don't have an iPhone 10. I don't have the budget for it, and I don't really have the interest in being the first person on the block with that tech. I'll leave it to the folks at iMore and uh, Macworld and 9to5 and, and you know, all these other websites that, that, that cover this stuff to, uh, to tell me how that product is to use over time. And all the other early adopters, too. You know, we crowdsource our information from everywhere. So I'm going to be really curious to hear what your listeners um, and my readers think of the iPhone 10 as well. And I'll let them, uh, you know, map those those issues out. But for me, the other technology that Apple has is good enough. And the cool thing is, when you take a look at the uh, the product line overall, it's never been easier to buy a Mac. You, I mean, buy an iPhone. You can get an iPhone for as little as three hundred and forty nine dollars and get a really
really nice system. The iPhone SE, small, compact, really well built, a classic design that's held up well over time, and the guts of an iPhone 6S. It's still a nice uh, iPhone 18 months later, and it's the cheapest one in Apple's line. So there's an iPhone for everyone. Now, remember here with the iPhone SE, they cut the price to three forty nine. You think that's a lot of money, but if you buy it on one of those monthly plans, it's like eleven and a half dollars a month or something like that. It's not very expensive. The big point here is it has most of the guts of the iPhone success. So it's a pretty powerful little phone. It's going to work and allow you to update it for at least a couple more years. It's not going yep. to go obsolete. I suspect here that Apple may actually update that next there be an iPhone SE with more modern innards. The other thing here when considering what to get, the iPhone 8 has most of what you get in the iPhone 10, except the edge-to-edge display and the Face ID. But otherwise, it works like all the previous iPhones. And so it's probably, for most people, the more logical upgrade path and certainly a lot more affordable. We've got Peter Cohen. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at fullycookedbacon.com. Fullycookedbacon.com. 
anytime, any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. So I'm echoing kind of what you said, Peter Cohen. If I get another iPhone, I don't think it's going to be a 10 Occasionally, Apple lets me play with their gear. They still do that. In fact, we're talking about reviewing an Apple TV 4K, the new one. And the reason is because my internet connection can just barely handle it at this new place. So it should be all right. And we're going to be talking with one of the major TV makers to review a 4K set, like a 55-inch 4K set. We expect to see that in a few days. And we'll let you know when it's worked out. But the combination is going to be interesting. We're also so, looking, by the way, at getting a 4K Blu-ray player. Any of that interests you, Peter? Uh, 4K, not right now. No, I'm very happy with my uh, 1080i set, uh, my, my 1080 sets. I, I don't really see a need to, to upgrade because I've got smaller rooms. Not really going to benefit from you know the the, the, the dramatic uh, improvement to, to quality. And also, I don't want to have to deal with bandwidth caps with my uh, uh, my internet service provider. And uh, 4K, you know, presents a, a lot more data uh, used than 
you know, streaming a, a, an SD or HD signal. So planning on keeping it on the DL right now. So the Apple 4K, um, not so interesting. That was probably the dud of the announcements for me personally. Uh, I am still two generations behind on the Apple TV. To be honest with you, Gene, I find less and less reasons to use it except to stream content from uh, iOS devices um, because most of that has been supplanted through other means. I, I just don't need my Apple TV as much as I used to. Now, let me tell you how it works here. I have the third generation Apple TV, the 1080p version. And, you know, I am not like one of these crazy cord cutters where I have 97 different services at 6 to $12 a month or whatever they cost now. I've lost track. But I use Netflix. And then in the months when there's nothing on Netflix, because, you know, certain times of year they don't have any of their original programming that I'm interested in, I suspend it. You can go on vacation with Netflix. You suspend it for a few months. Well, I don't really need it from, say, October through December. I make up a few months. You don't pay for it. I only pay for it when I need it. That's a way to really live, you know, really live economically. The other thing here, if you must have some kind of TV, and I live in an area that's a little bit distant for decent reception with a digital antenna. It's an apartment complex, so I can't erect an antenna on the roof. They won't even let me have direct TV here without the terms and conditions. They're impossible. So I have a fairly basic cable package. I keep it cheap. But I understand what you're saying in terms of what do you need the Apple TV for. If I had one of the newer sets, I'd run Netflix through it and I wouldn't need the Apple TV at all. But I've got it here and it works. It's just fine. Now, the other thing you have to consider here where Apple has to fight is the fact that more and more of these new TV sets have all these services built in. The only thing that you get from Apple is, of course, iTunes. And now if you go 4K, they're offering most movies for the same price as HD. And if you buy a lot of movies, I suppose you'll pay for the difference in price because the Apple TV is far more expensive than Roku. I think that's the yeah. only reason. The, the reviews I've read of the Apple TV, I, I think um, I, I would agree with uh, my, most of what I've read when it, when it comes to it being priced very awkwardly against um, devices like Roku. Uh, Apple feels like it can charge a premium for the product based on the value that it adds to an overall Apple ecosystem. If you're already invested in the iPhone or the iPad and the uh, the Mac, Apple Watch or whatever, you know, if you're an iCloud user, if you're, there are a lot of reasons why having an Apple TV makes sense. And, and yeah, Apple still has a reputation for making a product that is very easy to use compared to the competition. Um, and that that means a lot to people who who are interested in the Apple TV. So uh, Apple continues to iterate the Apple TV and improve it. it, it it's it's got two tiers. So you know if you don't want to spend all the money on the new one, you can still get the old one. You can still get the fourth generation model. Um, it's it's it, from that perspective a very solid upgrade path. I think. As I said, the only thing that really interests me is if I was in a position to get 4K and I wanted to buy 4K movies. I would. That's the only area where it gains. Otherwise, you don't need it. And more and more sets have the other services. In fact, one of the companies that we're talking to about reviewing a TV set, they include a Google Chromecast built into the set. It's a 4K set. Yeah, so I mean, already, I, I, it doesn't need an Apple TV. 
Well, uh, we're, what we're leaving out of the discussion here, Gene, is that the Apple uh, Apple TV 4K can also display HDR, uh, which pre- presents much more intense, realistic, uh, and and detailed lighting uh, characteristics to uh, to imagery than it did before. Eddie uh, Eddie Q. Uh, demonstrated that on stage at the Apple event um, when the Apple TV 4K was first introduced. And uh, that is another really excellent reason to consider it if visual fidelity is important to you. HDR tends to get a little overused, I think, and overhyped as well, but it certainly presents a visual difference, a visible difference, um, to the way that that images are processed and, and displayed. So, uh, if that's important to you, if you've got a set that you that would benefit from from that capability, that's another reason to consider the Apple uh, Apple T four K over the standard fourth generation Apple TV. All right. Well, I go along with that. I understand the consideration. We may be reviewing an Apple TV fifth generation here. In which case, I'll have it. So therefore, it won't matter. And if that's the case, then I'll but I'll readers listeners know if i think they should go i think the bigger issue here is where does apple take it now i suspect here that once apple starts offering lots and lots of movies as they're beginning to do 4k movies no increase in price what is voodoo which is the service from walmart going to do that's the rival service to itunes what's amazon going to do i bet they'll try to match the price right you know, I think that uh, you, you raise an interesting point, Gene. It, 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 Apple is definitely leading the way on this um, and trying to cut out the competition. If this is sustainable, if this is something that Apple can do, it's certainly a, a dent that they can make in the market. Right. But you see, in the end, the other companies are going to have to match Apple. Except very interestingly here. The one holdout for 4K at the same price as HD is a company whose CEO sits in the board of directors of Apple. That's Disney. And who was the biggest stockholder in Disney before he died? Right? Steve Jobs? But Disney is not offering this 4K deal, which means the Disney stuff, you know, the new Star Wars movies, a lot of the Marvel movies, not 4K at the same price as HD. Which goes to show you that, you know, that Disney is interested in Disney's own interests because they're a company that is there to make money. I, I don't know why this is shocking to anybody. I'm not uh, shocked it, by the need to make money, and certainly any company is going to honor its own interests in that. I'm thinking here that Apple and Disney supposedly have a closer tie than other companies. And therefore, you'd think they'd jump aboard. Or maybe they're holding out for something we don't know about. They're negotiating. It's entirely possible. I tend not to read tea leaves, so I couldn't tell you. I think that keeps it going, yeah. So the thing, however, is that I see this proliferation and fragmentation of streaming services has got to cause problems for people, especially if you wanted to cut the cable cord and satellite cord and save money. I don't want to pay the monthly cable bill. 
I'll get Netflix or maybe Hulu. And then each one of these services has their own exclusive programming. Like, for example, Disney wants to move the Marvel stuff and all its content from Netflix in a couple of years. I don't know if that means that the superhero shows on Netflix, you know, Defenders, Iron Fist, I have to remember all this, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil and coming up Punisher, whether those shows will also move to Disney. But Disney wants to start its own streaming service. So imagine the situation here, Peter, where you like 20 shows, but those 20 shows are distributed amongst seven or eight streaming services, like CBS All Access will have the new Star Trek Discovery show after the premiere on CBS TV. That's right, yeah. What do you do with all that? More to come, and we'll explain the answer on the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Actual testimonials from real Numana customers. I've tried all kinds of food storage, and Numana is by far the best. I'm a single mom with two teenage boys and a full-time job. I don't always have time to cook a four-course meal. That's where Numana has been such a blessing. I can spend less time in the kitchen and more time on what matters most, like helping with homework. Find out for yourself. Order online at thepowermall.com. That's thepowermall.com. Numana is... Thepowermall.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So the cord cutters want to save money. The greedy so-and-sos at the entertainment companies want to start brand new streaming services to get $6 a month, $15 a month, whatever from you. It's getting fragmented. And the dilemma I posed in our previous segment, Peter Cohen, is now you like 20 shows and they're all 
spread out amongst all these services. It's a mess. Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's the death of a thousand cuts. Um, I we've certainly faced this problem in, in in my home. You know, we subscribe to Apple Music. I also uh, subscribe to another music service uh, called Di.fm because they play music that I want to hear. We have Netflix. We have another service called Crunchyroll, uh, so we can watch Japanese animation um, and still support the the industry legally instead of resorting to to pirated content, which is what a lot of fans in that particular fandom do unfortunately it costs the content developers a lot of money content the bottom line is the content needs to be paid for but two things have been going on one is that the consumer has been saying you know i really want to pay for my entertainment a la carte and the entertainment companies have been saying okay we don't mind charging you for our content but meanwhile there's this industry of entertainment stuff that's going on with Comcast, with Time Warner, you know, with these companies that have these huge cable uh, installations. And, you know, your bill keeps going up month to month to month because there's all this stuff there that you can only see there or you can see most easily there. Uh, And then you need to subscribe to all these other services to get your fix for your other shows. As a trekker, as a lifelong trekker, I've been watching this show for, you know, at this point, you know, four-fifths of my life at least – it cuts my heart out that I need to subscribe to CBS All Access to be able to get that. CBS All Access isn't worth it to me. You know, I'm going to have to wait for that show's first run to be done and for it to be recycled somewhere else like Netflix or some other service that I subscribe to before I can see it. I'm comfortable waiting. I don't need to watch everything right now. In fact, it's kind of foolish to even complain about it because there is such a wealth of rich content, even on basic cable these days that that you know anything more that you want to pay for look knock yourself out uh but obviously every consumer has to determine based on what their own entertainment budget is from month to month how they want to divide that up because um if you don't keep an eye on it all those recurring uh uh, recurring uh charges can can add up very quickly and of course the solution is going to be the people going to wake up and say i can't subscribe to all these services And maybe they'll have to go back to the cable channels and make deals again and realize this is not going to fly. Like you mentioned, CBS All Access. There are two shows on there. There'll be Star Trek Discovery. And then there's what? The Good Fight or something, which is the sequel to Good Wife without Juliana Margulies. And that's it. I don't even know if that's a good show. I've never seen it. I'm not going to subscribe to a service to see one show. Star Trek... It's very tempting. It's very tempting. Also, the question is, will CBS All Access do what Netflix does, which is dump all the episodes in one fell swoop or offer them all weekly? Or you wait until the season's over and watch them all catch up for one month and then you cancel. Netflix had original content uh, and content that it had distributed um, exclusively prior to House of Cards. But House of Cards is sort of the series that put... Netflix on the map for actually doing original content development, serial content development, you know, episodic as a show that could be a serious contender for entertainment dollars in the same way that HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, and other premium uh, cable service providers uh, were doing. It'll take CBS all access a while to get up there. CBS has deep pockets, obviously. How much of an investment that they're willing to make in this is anybody's guess. But if 
past this prologue gene, if we've seen this tech mature like every other tech has, what's going to happen is that there are going to be winners and losers. Some of the losers are going to go away, and the people who are depending on that content, either from a development standpoint, like you know the creative teams actually making these shows, or the consumers who are buying it, are going to get screwed in the end because those services are going to go out. Other services are going to get folded into uh, services that acquire them or mergers that happen, right? You know, so there's going to be consolidation in the market. We've seen this happen a million times the million other things the same thing is going to happen here it's just this constant cycle of growth and rebirth the the bottom line is though consumers have got to figure out where they want to spend their money and how much money they have to spend has a direct relationship with how healthy the economy is so uh while we're still fighting for jobs or uh you know some kind of social equality or justice Honestly, I think that, you know, spending eight bucks a month for this service and two for this service and another five for this service is kind of bread and circuses. Don't you, Gene? I'm almost dizzy watching them do something which I think is monumentally stupid. It's galactically stupid. And all they're going to do, as I say, is they're going to throw people back to the cable satellite companies because they still offer more content for you. And it's going to hurt all of them because people can't afford to do this. The devil you know. Yeah. like that. Oh, by the way, I just saw this reference here. Apple TV does not support something called VP9, which is Google's codec for presenting 4K content from YouTube. I mean, it could be added by software, but it won't be there. Also, it says here, the Dolby Atmos surround sound, which is the one with a gazillion speakers and everything, they will not have support for that initially but it'll be added later for surround sound just to let you know not that i'm looking to watch 4k videos on youtube but you might as well know anyway that i think that's enough with apple tv for right now i think we could move on and talk about other things yeah okay all right so we have mac os high sierra the golden master seed is in the hands of developers and public beta testers, and it should be available on the 25th. So, you know, the day or two after you hear the show, it'll be available. Apple made a big deal about the new file system, the Apple file system, APFS. You and I talked about it, Peter. You have a Fusion Drive, no support yet. The initial release, quoting Apple, will not support Fusion Drives, and those who had Fusion Drives converted during the public beta test have to go through all these shenanigans to restore their drives. Well, of course they do, because they're beta testers, and that's what happens. I, I you know, have precisely zero sympathy for anybody who complains uh, or, or makes a fuss about that process, because well, that, yeah. that's how it works. And the key to understand is backup. If you have a backup, it's not that big a deal. It's like four terminal commands that Apple gives you on their site, just copy and paste in the terminal to do this stuff. So it's not like me, you can't do it. Let me be even more explicit within the range of broadcast appropriateness. If you are running beta software, public or not, on your computer uh, without having a backup, and it actually even if you aren't, if you are a computer user and you don't have a backup, you shouldn't even be allowed to leave the house without adult supervision because you're doing it wrong. 
look, this is your data. It's your responsibility. The integrity of your data is your responsibility to take care of. And everybody needs a backup. Apple makes it simple. Time machine backup. And you're absolutely right, Gene. If you've got a time machine backup, recovering from this particular issue is no big deal. Uh, you're sure you have to go through a couple of, uh, uh, you know, a couple of steps because you're a beta tester. But look, that's the price of it. Here's the bottom line, though. The, the important thing to understand, if you've got an SSD-equipped Mac, so a MacBook Pro or a MacBook Air or one of the new Mac Pros, uh, you know, if you've got a computer with an SSD um, inside of it, a, a Mac, um, and you upgrade to High Sierra, Apple is going to automatically uh, convert the file system on your SSD from HFS Plus, which has been the the process that or the the file system that Apple has used for decades, to uh, uh, APFS, which is the new system that Apple released with one of the iOS 10 updates that came out earlier this year and went with entirely without incident. So it's not a big deal. That was iOS 10.3, and we're talking about. What, a couple of hundred million iOS devices had their file systems updated overnight, and I haven't heard a single complaint. Now, understand, though, the iPhone, the iPad are much more controlled. So, obviously, the situation on Macs are far more complicated. we got more to come. One more segment with Peter Cohen. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers simply because that's what longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have longevity. I'm Rick Osick, president of Famous Footwear. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies in the United States? Or that survivors can face a lifetime of serious health problems? But you can help. Join me and Famous Footwear for the March for Babies walk 
We'll work together to raise funds for research and programs that help the March of Dimes fight premature birth and birth defects and improve the health of moms and babies. Start your team today at marchforbabies.org. What do you call charging thousands of dollars for hearing aids? I call it outrageous, because hearing should not be a privilege for the rich. It's a basic right everyone deserves. Hi, I'm Dr. Chira Curry, board-certified ear, nose, and throat physician. If you or a loved one suffer from hearing loss but can't afford thousands for a hearing aid, I created MD Hearing Aid for you a high-quality medical-grade hearing aid for a fraction of that price. Try MD Hearing Aid at home risk-free for 45 days. Call 1-800-422-1271. No costly doctor's visit. No expensive and time-consuming fittings or appointments. No ugly, old-fashioned hearing aid that costs thousands. MD Hearing Aid is an FDA-registered, audiologist-tested hearing aid that's discreet and lets you hear what you've been missing at a savings of more than 80% off the average price of a traditional hearing aid. Try MD Hearing Aid risk-free for 45 days. Call 1-800-422-1271. Plus, you'll get free shipping and free batteries for a year. 1-800-422-1271. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. So we know, of course, that Apple can do a pretty seamless update for APFS. If you have a pure SSD on your Mac, and I have an old 2010 MacBook Pro, 17-inch. It has another world computing SSD, 500 gigabytes. So when I installed one of the late betas of High Sierra on it, it did the conversion, works fine. Not a problem. Seamless. So if it's a pure SSD, should be no issues. You can also, by the way, probably convert a traditional hard drive. I have one external backup drive I converted to APFS. That's fine. The Fusion drive is complicated. And I guess Apple yeah, the needs Fusion to work drive, through it. The Fusion drive combines both an SSD and um, uh, a, uh, a spinning hard disk drive. You know, it's something that's that's been supported in the beta that isn't being supported in the initial release. That spec often changes over time because, you know, Apple runs into issues that it, it doesn't want to see replicated on a mass scale. I understand that, and I'm, I'm taking a wait-and-see approach myself to see when they finally introduce support for it. But it's a matter of time. You know, APFS is something, obviously, that's got to take over the whole product line. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Now, as to an upgraded machine, I'm going to be very interested myself, Gene, because I've got a Mac Mini, a 2014 Mac Mini that I just upgraded with a uh, 
uh, an SSD myself a couple of weeks ago. I wrote it about wrote about it on my website about the upgrade process because I had heard all these horror stories about the 2014 Mac Mini. So it turned out not to be true. It really wasn't that scary an update at all uh, to uh, an upgrade to replace the internal spinning hard drive with an SSD and get a lot more power and performance out of the machine for relatively little money. Obviously, a 2010 MacBook Pro is what? Half the speed of current Macs, even the slower ones. I mean, so when I was working with it with a regular hard disk drive, it was treacherously slow after I got used to a Fusion drive on iMac. Going to the SSD was a miracle because so much of what a Mac does depends on the SSD. The problem, of course, is Apple has not made it easy. Now, it is possible to take an iMac, any generation iMac recently, and upgrade it to a pure SSD. Apple's update is outrageous. You can get for like seven or $800 from like another world computing, an SSD for $800, seven or $800, two terabytes. Should be enough for anybody. Problem is, especially the more recent iMacs is the screen is held to the chassis with this adhesive. And you got to go through a fairly delicate procedure to take it off. After that, it's pretty simple to update the drive. I've done that kind of thing with an older iMac. Yeah, the time of, uh, of shade tree mechanic work on, uh, on Macs is, is really in the rearview mirror. And, and when you ask Apple why they've made it so hard to open these machines and, and do these, update, these upgrades yourself, Apple says because it's not really an issue for the vast majority of users. And they're quite right. Uh, you know, most people, when their Macs break down, look at the, the cost of repairing the Mac and decide that if they're going to buy another computer, if they're going to buy another, uh, or if they, if they want to keep using the Mac, that it's just more advantageous for them to buy a new computer with a full warranty than it is to get their older one replaced. But we all have to make that decision based on our budgets at the time. So if you've got an older machine that, that, that you want to keep going and it's within the spec of what can run High Sierra, my recommendation is to take a look at what your memory and uh, SSD options are for that particular device. You can do it at a website like MacSales.com. That's other world computing's site. Uh, Gene just mentioned them a little while ago, and they're a great resource for people who are concerned about buying products that have been tested to work with Macs, uh, especially. You can usually find you know your machine in the list of supported devices and figure that out from there. RAM and SSD are going to be the two things that have the biggest uh, impact in terms of overall performance increase. And if your computer is using a spinning hard disk drive, I think now is a better time than ever to get an SSD. The price on SSDs, large capacity SSDs, has dropped precipitously over the course of the past 24 months. There's been some stabilization and change in the flash storage market. Uh, and there's also been some supply constraint issues as well. So the cost is kind of stabilized. But but um, obviously, the SSD market is interested in uh, competing as closely as they can with the spinning drive market, which still offers the best bang for the buck when it comes to actual price per gigabyte. Me, I stick with spinning hard drives in my network attached storage system, which is a multi-base system that's rated together. That's a great, great reason to have uh, spinning hard drives. And I've also got a RAID system that I use for uh, media storage because I've got a really big home media collection uh, that I like to have access through the network. That also is a multi-bay 
system that uses spinning hard drives because it's so much cheaper to do that than it would be to build that out with uh, SSDs, obviously. But, you know, for thinner, faster, better, more, Apple's continuing to build its machines with SSDs, so it's optimized its operating system accordingly. Um, And if you don't have, you know, an SSD in your machine and can do it, you're going to see a big performance bottleneck. Also, the way Apple's tune APFS, you get more longevity on your SSD because it's optimized with all the latest technology. Indeed. Otherwise, the High Sierra update's pretty straightforward. There are a few apps that may have problems with it. Let me point that out. But it's not been a big deal for me. Yeah, you know, I think that with all these things, you have to take a look at what your workflow is and figure out what might be sensitive to the upgrade um, and check with the individual app maker to see if they've qualified um, the release that you're using or a release that you can update to, to high Sierra compatibility. Also bear in mind that they may say, hey, we're compatible, but not have done thorough testing themselves or just have uh, qualified or preliminarily. So as with all these things, even with iOS 11 and watchOS uh, 4 this past week, I think it's a good idea if you can to just kind of take a wait and see approach and um, let others fall on the early adopter sword because you never know uh, where the pitfalls are going to be. There we go. So before we leave, do you think Apple's going to hold another event this year? No, I don't think Apple's going to hold another event, but I think that we're going to see more product updates and uh, new stuff from Apple before the end of the year for sure. I'm wondering, too, how that's going to work. Because Apple's going to obviously release the iMac Pro, but they've already demonstrated it. So at this particular point in time, I suppose all they need to do is have a press release. And that's it. Maybe they'll upgrade the Mac Mini press release. What about the Mac Pro? Would they have an event to introduce next year's Mac Pro? That in might 2018? Be a, sure. Would they have one this year to say coming in the spring, or would they wait till the spring to introduce it whenever it comes? Maybe it'll come in the summer. Who knows? We have no idea. I'm kind of predicting here that this is the final thing before we leave. My prediction here is that the Mac Pro will support the 28-core Intel Xeon that starts at $10,000 just for the chip. Peter Cohen, where can we find more of your stuff? You can find me at my own site, peter-cohen, C-O-H-E-N.com, and on Twitter at Flarg, F-L-A-R-G-H. Peter Cohen, thanks for joining us in the Tech Night Out Live. Gene, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me, sir. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. 
Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Hi there, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. And we're looking in this time of terrible financial crash, terrible meltdown of the medical system, we're looking to pay people obscene amounts of money if you become a student of our business at Longevity, We will help you actually take care of people better than the medical system has. Think about it. We spend more money in America for health care than all the other 218 nations the world put together, and they can't even solve weight loss problems. I mean, the medical system can have a total mental brain fart, and if you do this, you will be able to save an enormous amount of people from being overweight, being obese. They don't even know what causes obesity. Believe me, we know what causes obesity. In the medical system, they think it's from eating too much. It's not from eating too much. It's actually a mineral deficiency. Do you solve a iron deficiency anemia with a bone marrow transplant? That's what they think. Do you solve a mineral deficiency that causes obesity with a gastric bypass? That's dumber than a stump. Contact us at GCNminerals.com. Learn how to lose weight, look good, and save yourselves a gob of money. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. So we have Joe Wilcox joining us again. He writes, of course, for Beta News. 
and has been following the industry for quite a long time. So let's get on with it. Before we do anything else, I'm thinking of a great switch here, and maybe you can tell me what you're doing. What wireless carrier are you currently using? Uh, I recently switched begrudgingly, and I do say begrudgingly, to a Verizon. Begrudgingly, why? Um, well, I was really happy with uh, T-Mobile, which is where I was. But uh, we just get better uh, service, particularly the the uh, data. Uh, I mean, there's like no comparison. I get, if I'm lucky, three MIPS on T-Mobile. Usually it's less than one. Uh, I hit the speed test for Verizon. Boom, it's you know, 70 to 80. And there are a lot of places, particularly inside of buildings, where I can get uh, Verizon that I can't get T-Mobile. That said, I like the pricing better and, and uh, customer service. What really got it for me was when uh, Verizon, after losing, what, 300,000 subscribers, or I guess right before that, that happened, uh, they introduced their unlimited plan, which brought the pricing for my five lines to within 20 bucks of T-Mobile. That made it affordable. Of course, since then, they've cha- Verizon has changed its unlimited plan, so it's even it's more expensive. I'm grandfathered. I'm very unhappy about the uh, uh, the whole thing with the uh, with the streaming quality, where they do 720p to the phone and 1080p to the uh, to the tablet. Uh, that's reason enough for me to switch back to uh, T-Mobile, and I may just do that in a few months. I couldn't do switching back and forth, partly because I have one device that's financed through AT&T. But T-Mobile will pay that off if I switch to them. So the issue, of course, is the one that you make very clear. Will I get comparable reception? Probably, uh, because uh, T-Mobile and AT&T are both GSM, and uh, they may have uh, towers in the same area, or maybe uh, cross-licensing. Pretty good chance. Like, for me, T-Mobile is uh, somewhat compromised. AT&T also is somewhat compromised, but Verizon is different. It's different technology, different towers. Um, so I, I wouldn't be shocked if you found it was co- comparable. Well... If we were to go to Verizon, I expect that I'd have to switch all my equipment. Uh, yeah, so uh, so that's a that's a biggie. Okay, so it depends on what you're using. If okay, so here's the gotcha. Uh, which which iPhone do you have? iPhone seven. Okay, you're screwed. And so, my wife has an iPhone five C, and Chris, who uses our account, also has an iPhone six. So Apple and the esteemed, you know, logic, and I'm not sure if this has to do with uh, the the kind of the fight with Qualcomm and, and the move towards the Intel stuff. But you got the, I believe you have the Intel modem. It, there's there are two versions of the of the iPhone seven and seven plus. So one, uh, if you get from the store unlocked or from Verizon, will cover all your uh, frequencies. Uh, if you buy it uh, for AT&T uh, and, or T-Mobile, because I've been through this when I went through the switch. It was a nightmare. Um, then uh, you're going to, going to find that the your AT&T phone is not supported on Verizon, even if it's unlocked, because the, uh, the frequencies aren't there. So you buy a Verizon phone, you can take it anywhere. You buy a T-Mobile or AT&T phone, you can't. Well, that certainly puts a damper on that. I'm not going to buy three new phones. 
just to join a service. Now, there's a published report, and we've had this go back and forth a few times in recent years, new published report that T-Mobile and Sprint may ink their merger deal by the end of October. What have you heard? Well, it's the same thing. I mean, how many times have we heard talk of this merger? Uh, it's been going on for years. Uh, and what well, I think what's different this time is it looks like T-Mobile would be in the driver's seat rather than the other way around. How's that for a turnabout? Um, and, uh, you know, we keep the, you know, see uh, the uh, TMO, uh, T-Mobile's uh, uh, feisty uh, CEO, which I think would be a good thing. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a good thing for the industry uh, to have uh, three big carriers when you have four and a lot of smaller ones kicking around. And a lot of the smaller ones basically piggyback on the networks of the larger ones. True, true, true. But the thing that it concerns me here also is that T-Mobile and Sprint have different network protocols, at least the older towers, because Sprint was CDMA, like Verizon. So how right. would you merge this to begin with? It would cause a mess. Well, well, first of all, um, I think you wouldn't have the the problem uh, as much, uh, you know, m- making the switch, you know, like with the phones. You know, for example, you're, uh, you know, if, if you're a Sprint customer and want to go to T-Mobile, well, now you can do that, uh, unlike, you know, the whole Verizon thing I just outlined. Um, uh, what, what T-Mobile wants... It's not about the technology. It's about the customers. Uh, for one one neat uh, price, they, they, uh, T-Mobile buys a lot of customers from the fourth largest uh, carrier. I don't know how many you know millions they have now, uh, but uh, that's 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 worth it right there. And uh, you know if those towers are elsewhere, new locations uh, for for uh, you know T-Mobile to put up its radios, that's wonderful too expand the coverage area. Now, with T-Mobile, there's an issue here. They are setting up new towers, mostly in really outlying areas, Montana, et cetera, et cetera, at 600 megahertz. This is band 71. The problem is that very little equipment supports band 71. It came about too late for, say, Apple or Samsung to adapt their products to do it. They have to have a new cellular radios. So, the support may not happen till next year. The reason for this is supposedly better penetration within buildings and, again, spreading the service into outlying areas. So I understand why T-Mobile has to do it. It's just causing current inconvenience. I got to tell you, I was really surprised that, uh, that the new iPhones don't support the 600 megahertz was kind of looking looking for that uh, as being a, a reason to use T-Mobile and uh, for a lot of people in those you know rural areas or whatever. Um, I think it's a it's a good move on T-Mobile's part. An interesting kind of juxtaposition: we have Verizon disconnecting rural r- rural customers, sending out letters saying you know we're we're using too much whatever. I'm I'm, I'm assuming you've seen no news items on that. At the same time that uh, T-Mobile is expanding uh, into those same markets with its 600 megahertz play. Hey, good for you, T-Mobile. Bad Verizon. Naughty, naughty. So in the end, you're going to put up with T-Mobile's problems and go back to them with your gear or what? Well, I'm going to wait and see how things, you know, you know look. Um, I don't need the 600 megahertz you know, where I am. 
and I already own the iPhone, which I can take, again, from Verizon to T-Mobile very easily. That direction is fine. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I, I'm, um, you know, we're going to watch promotions and stuff as the year goes on. Uh, my mom recently passed me disconnecting her line. And so, uh, you know, that will be the time to really think about it. And, yeah, we, we might do it. Uh, definitely, you know, T-Mobile is getting better. We're starting to see some faster. I have a, a, another device I'm testing and throughput's beginning to increase. If it goes up enough, yeah, we might, we might just go back. Well, I'm seriously considering it, but at the end of the day, it would be strictly for better reception for the third person on our line. He lives in Cottonwood, Arizona, and his friends tell him that T-Mobile works better there than AT&T. I'm not sure, but... I'd consider it. In terms of pricing, T-Mobile will give me more for almost the same number of dollars as AT&T. Now, there is one exception to that ironclad rule, which I'll tell you about in the next segment. And you'll see where I could possibly save a little bit of money from T-Mobile to make it more worthwhile. I'll explain that in a moment. We've got more to come with Joe Wilcox on the Tech Night Owl Live. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. 
Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. This is the Tech Night Isle Live. I'm Gene Steinberg. He's Joe Wilcox. And I was explaining why I might want to consider switching to T-Mobile. Not so much for me because it's okay. AT&T. I mean, there are other reasons to switch their customer service has become really, really bad since the merger with DirecTV. They're totally clueless. So that's the problem there. Now, the other issue is one of the people who use our phone lines, Chris O'Brien, my co-host with the PowerCast, lives in Cottonwood, Arizona. He says reception is bad there with AT&T. And he claims from a friend that T-Mobile is better. I don't know that. Assuming they're comparable, then we'd have the consideration of price. And the price is about the same, although T-Mobile is offering this alleged unlimited bandwidth and other benefits. Where it might get cheaper is for each line where the customer uses less than two gigabytes of data, we get a $10 rebate. So Chris doesn't use a lot of data, so maybe between him and my wife, we get a $20 rebate. And therefore, we save $20 on this deal. So I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Also, the monthly payment for a new iPhone would be lower. But then again, the other plan is more expensive. Again, the monthly payment is the same unless one or more customers uses less data. Isn't this confusing? They can't make any of this stuff simple. Uh, no, they can, and but then again, you get some you get some other perks, uh, and T-Mobile keeps throwing them out there. They recently, or maybe uh, even just maybe it was just even this past week, um, said that uh, 50 gigabytes is now the the data cap, which is way above everybody else. I think it's around 2022 20, for AT&T and Verizon both. So um, if you use a lot of data and you want to tether and whatever, uh, or even not even tether, just you know on your phone. 
50 gigabytes is a whole lot. It is. And this is the issue here with product labeling and advertising. We offer unlimited bandwidth, except in the fine print, which says, (laughs) yes, it is limited. Everybody gets you. Now, I'm surprised you're saying that the price is about the same because uh, T-Mobile rolls the taxes uh, into its price. If you go with their, you know, the whole binge on thing, uh, where you're not getting the the highest quality video and and whatnot, it's it's. I thought it was pretty affordable. Yeah, well, I'm going to make decisions very soon as to what direction to take. It's going to be a lot of money, more than anything else. I don't know again, a hundred percent that Chris is going to get better reception, because as you said, they probably are using similar towers or something like that. Yeah, one thing I want to warn you about uh, when I. In, in a couple years back, so w- w- it's hard to say if things have changed. Uh, I moved uh, from, I guess is when I moved from AT&T to uh, T-Mobile at that time. And uh, I had a phone that I'd purchased, own, um, from uh, AT&T, and uh, they wouldn't unlock it. They gave me a real hard time. And so uh, uh, T-Mobile is very good about unlocking its phones, by the way. Uh, so... Uh, You know, you can't move if you can't unlock the phone. Well, I think legally they have to unlock the phone after it's paid off, don't they? Mine was paid off. It was quite the rigmarole. They don't want to lose a customer. Well, that's too bad. I mean, you know, you can threaten at that point to leave anyway if they don't unlock the phone. You don't have to say, I'm leaving. You can say, if you don't unlock the phone, it's paid off. I'll just go somebody else and get new phones. You want to keep my service, you unlock these old phones. And that's the other thing is you want to go through the whole unlock before you move because some of the carriers and this is, and T-Mobile is one of them. The phone has to have been on the network for several days, at least maybe even a week uh, or the unlock won't work. So what you're saying here is I need to make this plan as far in advance as possible. So say by the end of October, I'm going to switch to T-Mobile. I call AT&T today and unlock the old phones. But but if they're not paid off, you can't. They won't unlock them. They are paid off. Yeah. Oh, then okay. I, I would uh, you know call them right away, get it going, um, unlock them. I think that uh, usually with an iPhone, um, it's a it's a different procedure than with other phones. Um, it, it's kind of like done on the Apple side. So then AT and T contacts Apple. Then you get an email telling you basically you uh, you you can do it one of two ways. You put a for, what what they call a foreign SIM uh, into it, uh, or you uh, back up and sync with iTunes. And either way, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure the the second one is the preferred method, even though it's a it's a bit more of a hassle. You back up and sync with iTunes. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know. So you, um, well, okay. The, yeah, you, you know what? Okay. I, I mean, when we're talking about Apple, you can ask why about almost anything and, and wonder, okay, isn't there an easier way to do, <laughs> to do that? I mean, when you're doing it their way or, you know, the highway, you got to live with it, right? Exactly. It's Apple. You're buying their product. You have to go along with it. Speaking of Apple, you could buy one of the new iPhones. Uh, well, so here's my problem with the eight. Uh, I'm really not excited about the glass back. I mean, ha- didn't we have enough of that with uh, iPhone four? Um, 
it seems to me you you increase your your risk profile in terms of breakage. I mean, come on, you drop it on the back and then it shatters a glass, and um, I just don't get it. Now I've I, I and I carry my phones bareback. I do not use a case. Uh-huh. I, I, uh Strangely, I've had a cell phone since 1997, and I've never never broken one. Um, knock on knock on wood, he says. Um, but I, but I think my risk would increase, uh, you know, with the glass back. So that makes the the ten and um, a consideration. Except we won't be able to get one. Everyone, um, <laughs> everyone will want one. I I um, was at the Apple Store on the launch day, and there was a a little bit of a line, more than I expected. Uh, but they still had you know supply of phone iPhone eight. A plus into the afternoon. They're just satisfying demand, but it's not like it used to be. And I think a lot of people are waiting for the ten. That's where the demand is going to be. And and you wonder, okay, who wants to pay nine ninety nine or more? Because don't you want that two hundred and fifty six gigabyte uh, storage if you can get it? Um, it's a hell of a lot of money to pay. Well, maybe you want it. I don't use a fraction of that. So, so I don't care. In fact, I really need to look right now at my iPhone and see exactly how much storage I'm using. Okay, I have a 128 gigabyte iPhone. It has 105.84 gigabytes free. In other words, a 64, even assuming apps are larger because, I don't know, because they're having more features. It doesn't look as if I have a problem. With storage, I can get by with 64 gigabytes because I don't load my iPhones with lots and lots of apps. I do it primarily for business use. I'll try an app. If I like it, I'll hang on to it. If I don't like the app, I'll delete it. So I'm very careful with the use of space. So for me, it's not a deal. If it's a big deal for you, then yeah, you're going to be spending a lot of extra money. Well, I have a 256 and right now I have 231 gigabytes available and I'm, I'm checking here um but uh i'll be doing more video and such on the phone and that'll really crank it up over time on the other hand with ios 11 and the new uh file format for the photos i i think that may balance out a little bit and so we'll see how much smaller they really are compared to the jpegs yeah well to each his own so at this point you're concerned about the glass back, which was the iPhone 4 and 4S. Now, one of the magazines, I think AppleInsider.com, reported on someone doing breakage tests at YouTube and concluding that the phone's in pretty robust shape. Well, I hope so. Um, I really do. Uh, but glass, glass and glass just seems like a bad idea to me. I mean, from a design perspective, why why have glass in the back? I'm not here to explain uh, Apple logic. Why does Apple not allow you to upgrade the memory on most of their computers or change the storage device? Why did they design these things that if you want to change the storage device on, say, an iMac, like a 27-inch iMac, it's possible. But... You've got to undo this adhesive backing that holds the screen to the chassis. I mean, it's just absurd what they require you to do for 
things that are really not that important as far as I'm concerned. We've got more to come with Joe Wilcox. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. You want to save money in a place that gives you growth, control, and certainty without stock market risk or tax risk, and you want guarantees and you want it all tax-free. That's a tall order. But you can get all of that with properly designed participating whole life insurance. Most people think life insurance pays after you're dead. That's true. But you can have tax-free access to use your life insurance while you're alive. Get the free book to find out how. Call 702-660-7000. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So neighbors, by far the best way to support the Tech Night Owl Live is to become a subscriber to Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com. P-L-U-S.TechNightHowl.com. You will get a commercial-free version of this show with better quality audio. You help the cause all for a low subscription rate, $1.49 a week. And we have annual and five-year and lifetime plans as well. Plus.TechNightHowl.com. Talking about the new iPhones and whether Joe Wilcox wants to buy one, we're talking about the glass backing. I assume the glass was partly... Because they're using inductive charging. Is that part of the answer? Uh, probably. I mean, I hadn't really thought about it, but th- that certainly would be uh, um, you know, one, one possible explanation. It, whenever I have a phone, the, the, uh, the thing I think about most is friction. Uh, I haven't really looked at the new phone. Is, it, uh, as, is the bezel curved the same way as uh, the uh, previous phone? The iPhone... Eight supposedly lets you use the same cases as the iPhone 7. 
Okay, so then then it's probably very much alike. Um, one of the things I did not like about the iPhone 6, which was remedied with the, the 7 and 7 Plus, uh, is it was slippery in the hand. Uh, and definitely it's it's um, there's more friction uh, with the newer models. And part of the problem with the slipperiness had to do with the change in the bezel going from the flat to the round. It just um, made it uh you know, made the phone uh, a little, little, little easier to slip. Uh, you know, to lose to your your, your grip. So we'll have to see. Uh, glass. I don't know uh, how much friction uh, that delivers compared to the uh, you know aluminum plastic. I mean, when you look at like the Samsungs, we get into those plastic ones. The good uh, the good thing about the those plastic cases are you get a lot of. I mean, you have a great grip, good friction. The key here is. Whatever iPhone I get, I'm going to stick it into a case, period. I will take no chances. I use a case. My case currently is transparent, the one I'm using right now, but still a case. And that's it. So if you want to go bareback, that's your privilege. What do you think about the iPhone 10? Do you consider it an indulgence, a way for Apple to test new technologies? Is that going to be the phone that will replace everything in a year or two. Well, you know, my problem with the iPhone 10, uh, which you know should be the anniversary, right? The 10th anniversary phone. Um, there's too much about it that reminds me of of things that have been out there for years, particularly from Samsung. We got all this talk on stage during the event about innovation this and innovation that. I'm thinking, okay, I've seen that. I've seen this other thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, it's like I keep going, uh-huh, okay, tell me something. Tell me something new. Tell me something I haven't seen in terms of uh, uh, the design aesthetic. That's my problem is I really wanted to see something more. And I still say more is about touchless interaction, about voice interaction, you know, command me, talk to me, Star Trek computing, that's the future. You don't want to look at the screen. You want to actually look around you and experience the world and talk casually to your computer like you or your cell phone like you would a normal person. To me, that's the uh, the, the way things have got to go. Otherwise, I got to tell you, you know, if, if there's a natural disaster, asteroid, uh, uh, hits the planet, uh, you know, some major, you know, catastrophe. Uh, they talk about, you know, different types of a cop apocalypses, the zombie apocalypse with the undead. The real undead are going to be all these people that today are addicted to their phones. When you take it away, when there's no cellular service, when there's no electricity, there's your zombies. There's your zombie apocalypse. These people that are traumatized, psychological nightmare because th that's what they're used to. And come on, Apple, let's fr free us from the screen. You know, help us uh, e evolve as a species, so to speak, uh, into the next thing. Gene Roddenberry and company, Star Trek computing, voice computing introduced in the 60s and maybe before that and other, you know, sci-fi. That's what I want to see. Google gets it. Apple kind of gets it. We're moving in that direction, but Apple's not moving fast enough. Well, Apple isn't always fast with everything, isn't always first with everything. 
they will claim we want to get it right, not we don't want to be first mover. They didn't have the first smartphone. They didn't have the first digital music player. They didn't even have the first personal computer. And they certainly didn't have the first smartwatch or the first tablet. Yeah, well, that's all true. But so what? Um, you know, you, you know, are we talking about the human humanization of, of technology? What made iPhone spectacular as a product was its responsiveness to you, the way that Apple used the sensors uh, to to uh, to to make it more more human like, where you didn't have to think think about it. You moved it to your face, and the and the uh, the electronic uh, digital keyboard, whatever you want, the screen keyboard, uh, you know, went off. Uh, you didn't accidentally dial a number because you had the phone next to your face. You know, and and it, different later iterations, it's aware of itself, you know, sp- uh, spatially because of the gyroscope, different things. You know, I mean, that was true innovation, and I just see Apple kind of plodding along. Um, see, the problem here is um, is that uh, you know, Apple needs to reinvent itself. I mean, that's what really has to happen. Is the disruption isn't these other markets? Um, and the, you know, I hear that excuse over and over again, where Apple wasn't first and they did really well. Yeah, but Apple is there. Apple is the status quo with iPhone. iPhone is the established player to disrupt, and that's what I want to see Apple do. And I I may have mentioned this on the show in the past. My favorite example is 2005 when Steve Jobs introduced the uh, the iPod Nano. At the time, you know, the, its its uh, uh, predecessor uh, was the was it I guess the um, which uh, iPod was that? Um, well, anyway, the, its predecessor was the top selling. Uh, music player in the world and it had been on the market for about a year and all the imitators were, were, were coming out lookalikes for the christmas season and what does steve jobs do he does he does what nobody does they kill a product at the height of its popularity and replace it with something else something better and and uh it really stuck a middle finger to the to the uh imitators uh, as christmas came and their stuff sat on the uh, was going to uh, sit on the shelves and did sit on the shelves and really showed risk taking and innovation and i'll say the same thing about iphone it was an, it was a hugely uh risky endeavor what i don't see from tim cook is enough risk taking well so therefore steve jobs believed in repeal and replace um, in some ways, in some ways, yes. Uh, not always. I mean, there were there was definitely. I can remember, you know, circa 2000 uh, when I had um, uh, three different uh, flat panel monitors from uh, Apple, all with different connectors, so they weren't interchangeable between different Macs. Uh, that was, I, I think, an extreme uh, example of, of that repeal and replace, or at least. Uh, in transition, uh, as Apple was trying to decide on what technology it was going to use to to connect these things together. Remember, Apple still, whatever we think about their morals, is a profit-making enterprise, a multinational corporation, answerable mm-hmm. to its stockholders. As much as they preach support for the environment, they preach being good to all people, they preach these ethics and morality— at the end of the day, there's no Apple. 
if they don't sell enough product to it's show. True. And that's part of it. Now, maybe the rest is window dressing. Maybe Tim Cook is telling the truth about their concerns to treat people well, properly, to treat their employees properly. I can believe that and still see Apple being a profit-making business and its goal is to make money. We're going to make so a my- little money right now for the show. <laughs> we got more to come with Joe Wilcox. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night How Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. 800-535-7789. That's 800-535-7789. With nearly 70 years of history engineering bunkers, today, Atlas Survival Shelters is still the authority. Atlas offers 18 different choices, from commercial tornado shelters to underground nuclear fallout shelters. Starting at just $99.99, with 100% financing available, comfortable interiors, and state-of-the-art air filtration systems, Atlas Survival Shelters are the most popular private survival shelters in the world. Call 1-855-4-BUNKER-NOW or visit atlassurvivalshelters.com. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious 
best meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. So before we move on from iPhones and such. Any final comments about iPhone 8, 10, Apple's future, and iOS 11? Well, I want to talk a little bit about Tim Cook uh, again. What I will say very positive about Tim Cook is he's a he's a manufacturing and logistics genius, no question about that. And in many other ways, uh, he's really the right steward for Apple because of the success, particularly you know after you know iPhone really started to take off circa uh, fiscal year 2011. They have this enormous explosion of, of, uh, of sales and, and profit. You kind of need someone who is the steward, who's steering the ship. So Apple needs to take risks. At the same time, it needs to preserve this cash flow, this enormous cash flow. And he's very good for that. I've said for some time that Apple really needs a, a chief operating officer. Uh, and in some ways, a visionary one. I've I've alluded in the past, uh, described Jobs as as kind of like uh, Kirk and uh, or no as uh, Spock and uh, no yeah actually yeah as Kirk and um, Tim Cook as as Spock. So you have the logician and uh, the more emotional one, the and the risk taker. That was you know uh, uh, James T. Kirk, and they worked well with uh, one as. Uh, uh, the CEO and the other one as the COO. Roles reversed. Really would like to see Apple uh, for its future, for the long-term future, uh, install a CE, a COO, a chief operating officer, who is a bit more like Jobs was in terms of design and attention to detail, and have the two complement each other. And I think you do something like that, Apple will be around for a long, long, long time. Well, I think Tim Cook now is a very active public face of Apple. He has a pleasant, genial demeanor on TV. Right. So right now, he's also more accessible than Jobs. Jobs, of course, you couldn't predict how he'd react. At least (laughs) Tim Cook's emotional range is more narrow, more predictable, and he makes a good voice for the company. And here he is, this solid 
advocate for the environment and for rights, human rights, and all that stuff. So it kind of sort of works. iOS 11, what's your feeling about it? It looks to me like if you have an iPad, it does a lot of stuff. If you just have a regular iPhone, well, you know, you have the new control center and stuff like that. Uh, well, I've been using uh, both uh, since uh, the first developer beta, so I guess that would be June, on an iPad Pro and on the uh, iPhone 7 Plus. And, uh, you know, overall, you know, I've liked it and watched it, you know, mature over the last few months. Uh, a lot of little tweaks and changes along the way. Definitely, uh, there's a lot of productivity uh, there on on the iPad with, uh, you know, the, the dual view, which works better uh, than it did on iOS 10. And you have, um, uh, you know, the copy and paste and, uh, you know, even little things like that whole, uh, you know, kind of like scan the PDF. And I mean, it's just a lot of, lot of nice little additions that, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Oh, and when you add them all up, wow, uh, they, they turn into to, to quite, quite a, an improvement in terms of you know, your productivity. I have to say, I use my iPad Pro. I have the 10.5-inch, uh, um, probably more than any other device. I don't necessarily use it for a lot of writing, and that's because I have the uh, the MacBook Pro with the newer the newer butterfly keyboards. So that's the uh, and I just find that keyboard to be amazing. I know some people they don't like it. I love it. Uh, I type really fast on it, and um, so I would I would uh, always prefer that to the. Uh, to the little attachable uh, keyboard uh, cover that uh, you know Apple sells. That said, as I said, I use the iPad uh, Pro. Gosh, uh, more than my phone. I mean, I, and 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 again, more than the the laptop on uh, most days. And iOS 11 is definitely a part of that, or reason part of the reason for that. At this point, I still cannot use an iPad for the kind of productive work I do. I know Apple wants to push it there to some degree because obviously if you look at the iPad, suddenly you see a Mac OS-like dock and that sort of thing. And the multitasking is better and they're trying to do something. But the kind of apps I use still won't work on the iPad. I can't do the show on an iPad. I suppose oh, I, I can edit that. it. Uh, pardon? Oh, I believe that. I can edit the show on an iPad, I suppose. I've never tried editing audio with my fingers, but... I can't capture the audio that way. Yeah, no, there's limitations. Uh, you know, it only goes so far. If you're a content creator, there's certain things you can do. There's a lot more that you you can't do. There's no question about that. And um, it's, you know, it's it's not for everybody. Um, and again, like I said, I don't use it as my main content tool. You know, if I do photos or writing or anything. I'll always go to the Mac first. And part of that is habit. It's what I've always done. And uh, uh, it's just easier for me. Uh, in terms of the iOS interface, since you mentioned the little dock, uh, I really didn't like the addition of that. I'm I'm adjusting to it. Uh, I, I'm not so sure uh, that uh, making iOS more uh, Mac OS-like is the right uh, approach. I can understand why Apple's doing it. Uh, I think it would be better the other way around, where uh, the uh, the desktop operating system uh, took on more uh, of the capabilities of the of the uh, the portable one. But that's just you know my two cents. I think you really would like to see a Mac with a touchscreen. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's um, you know what what we should have. But as you said, Apple's obligation is to its shareholders. That's its first, I guess, uh, moral uh, uh, objective. Um, you know, Tim Cook can talk about the environment, whatever. But um, in business, uh, moral agenda the uh, is defined by you know in a public company by the shareholders. And their top priority is always the same, money, 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 money. Apple sells more things by having a touch slate and a laptop that has no touch capability. Got to buy two instead of one. Well, some people use the iPad as a notebook, but then it becomes the two-in-one. You got the keyboard and you got the touch screen. But as you you said, not everybody can do that. And I would say most everybody you know, can't. Again, it depends what you're doing. If I was a student taking notes, uh, there's a lot to be said for using uh, the iPad and being able to switch from uh, the pencil uh, to the keyboard back again, finger as well. Um, so it depends. Depends what you do. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the thing that bothers me about the setup is you can't set up like a traditional input device, like a trackpad for an iPad. You know, one of these keyboards have a regular trackpad on it, convert it completely to a notebook when you attach the keyboard. That's not something you can really do right now. But if you could, maybe you would make it more flexible. We've got Jill Wilcox and Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night How Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. All survivalists accumulate supplies, but these supplies may be of little use if you don't have your health. Dr. Joel Wallach will teach you how to be more healthy and improve your survival potential. Consider joining Dr. Joel Wallach at the RK Prepper Show in Kansas City, Missouri on September 30th through October 1st. For more information, please call 417-863-7149. 417-863-7149. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, 
you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-774-3149 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-774-3149. Again, that's 800-774-3149. If you're an unincorporated business owner, it's too late for you. That is, if you've already been sued and lost your home, your car, and your personal life savings. But if you haven't been sued yet, there is still time to incorporate and protect your personal assets. And the first step is just a phone call away. Because Incorporate.com is now giving away a free incorporation toolkit to all business owners, including exclusive information on how to start and grow your business. For your free Incorporation toolkit, call now 1-800-936-9256. Incorporation is the shield that protects your personal assets. Without it, you could lose everything. That's why at Incorporate.com, they just make incorporating or forming an LLC quick and easy. They don't provide legal or financial advice. If someone sues tomorrow, will you lose everything? Don't wait until it's too late. Call now for your free incorporation toolkit. Hurry, they're still giving them away for free at 1-800-936-9256. Call 1-800-936-9256. That's 1-800-936-9256. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it. But we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855-700-2979-855-700-2979-855-700-2979. That's 855-700-2979. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Speaking of desktop Macs, we have Mac OS High Sierra, which for most people doesn't do a hell of a lot that's different. Metal graphics is better, and there may be certain apps that benefit from that. The issue about the Apple file system is probably lost on 90% of the people out there. What do you think? Unless they have a, a Fusion set up, then it uh, it's really going to matter to them. But, um, yeah, I was wondering, you know, I wondered about that, uh, you know, how much of a problem that was going to create for me as an end user and for other folks. But I did the conversion, and uh, it's smooth. It didn't. It didn't seem to break any apps. I haven't lost any data or anything yet. So, um, for sure, a lot of the the changes are you know under under the hood, so to speak. But it's smooth. I, I definitely uh, is a is a smooth operator. I've got no complaints about it. And again, I've been running that as well since about June. 
To clarify, we've mentioned it before. The new Apple file system converts SSDs. Fusion drives, they tried during the early beta, and the people who did try it during the public beta have to revert their drives, their Fusion drives, follow some terminal commands from Apple. They have to basically back up and reformat. Apple, I gather, will support this later because it mentions initial release of Mac OS High Sierra. You can, however, convert a regular hard drive, traditional mechanical hard drive, to APFS, one of my backup drives I converted, and it works just fine. It's the combo drive, the one that has the SSD working with the HDD where they run into glitches, and I suppose they're going to want to fix that. They're just going to want to have everything convert, don't you think? Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. And, uh, you know, if there's more security there uh, and also, you know, more privacy, and certainly uh, that's been a, a top uh, issue with Tim Cook. He's been very vocal about uh, Apple's approach to security, and but more importantly, privacy. And I think that's uh, a good, uh, good wand to wave, flag to wave, stick to wave, if you like, uh, in the in the uh, Google uh, economic era, where your information is collected because there's all kinds of uh, for the for the benefit of having you know free content. Well, there you go. So Mac OS High Sierra. For most people, won't be a big deal. There are some apps that have to be updated. In fact, the one that we use for this show, Audio Hijack from Rogue Amoeba, to capture the audio, that had to be updated, but that updates out now. And default folder 10, that enhances the OpenSafe dialogs, that had to be fixed. Microsoft Office 2011 is not fully compatible. Correct. Office 2016, or whatever they're calling it, Seems to work okay. I've used it. Most of the other apps I run seem to work fine. So that's about the size of it. There we go with High Sierra. It's hardly a big story. As you say, mostly under the hood changes. So so then let's talk about the past. Wasn't that long ago we paid for these things, and now they're free. When a new uh, version of of, uh, what they called it OS X then was, you know, 129 bucks. Wasn't that long ago we were paying for every upgrade? Yeah, then I think Mountain Lion is where it went free. So long ago, so far away. <laughs> it seems like it. It seems like it. Well, you remember in the old days of the Mac, what happened is Apple would sell you the operating system in a shrink wrap box, but they'd also give it away if you just copied it at a local dealer. So go to the local dealer, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's what I would do. Or if you were a member of one of the online services, you could download it, but then you'd be paying by the hour in the early days to get your copy of Mac OS that might fill a couple of floppy disks. I think with Mac OS 7, they call it Mac OS 7 in 1990 or 1991, that filled four floppies. And that took time to download. As you say... You go to the dealer. There would be local Mac user groups where you can copy it. Today, you just download it from Apple. And I think Apple sees the marketing benefit of that to them, and especially compared to Microsoft. Well, Microsoft, you got to buy the operating system every so often, although I don't know what the marketing plan now is with Windows 10, where it was free for a year. Then you had to pay for it. But future upgrades are free and I don't know how many people actually upgraded to Windows 10 after it stopped being free. Have you followed that? 
No, I haven't. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a much more limited number. Um, obviously, Microsoft wanted to, to move the market fast, so that's why the incentive. Um, but of course, Microsoft makes its money from selling software. On the other hand, with the move to services and with so much of the install base being uh, uh, in the you know the business market, and also Microsoft pushing things towards a subscription model uh, for Office, it could get away with uh, giving it away for free and still not you know you know kill its revenue stream. With Apple, since the since the money's coming from uh, mainly coming from uh, hardware, and giving away the operating system is a is an easy thing to do. Hmm. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't brought up the Apple Watch yet. That's what I was going to do next. Oh, there you go. You see the final segment and a half. Apple Watch 3 Series 3 with and without LTE. You getting one? Um, yeah, actually, uh, Verizon uh, delivered one today. Um, I haven't tried it out to make sure that the LTE works, uh, but uh, I have it on my wrist. Uh, supposed to be a little bit thicker. Uh, strangely, I'm not sure why, uh, but it, it's looser on my wrist. So it may have something to do with the older older um, strap, which is supposed to be compatible, but maybe maybe only to a certain degree. But it was really quick to set. I mean, it was really quick to set up um, compared to the Series Two and uh, and <laughs> the Series One is you know slow as can be to to, to set it up and to sync it. Um, but it's on my wrist and I've had it out and about, but I haven't had it far enough for my phone. What does bother me, and I guess there is a little remedy if you go to your, your, your iCloud, um, uh, the settings is this whole thing with the LTE, uh, not always working. And it's not, my problem isn't that it doesn't work. It's the reason why. Um, which, uh, which is, uh, the, um, the, fo- the, the watch may be trying to connect to an open Wi-Fi network. Well, hell, I don't want that happen. That's a security thing. I don't even use Wi-Fi myself. I always, uh, tether to my phone, even when I'm sitting in a, in a coffee shop, you know, with, with freely available Wi-Fi. I don't want my watch trying to connect to an, to an open network. That's so. I've got to um, make some adjustments myself. I guess you do it in a keychain, is what where you need to, um, you know, make sure things are are all uh, are all goody goody. Yeah, hmm. I don't know whether I'll get an Apple Watch or not. I have to consider that. It's the money very much, and beyond that, whether I really need to have one. Well, do you have one now? No, I have a twelve dollar so- and eighty eight cents Walmart watch. So I, I, think it ne- I think it needs a new battery. No, the battery's still working. <laughs> well, I had the Series 2 and stopped using it for a while and then found I actually missed it, which surprised me. And with the Series 3, um, you know, Verizon gives me six months to pay it off. So I thought, okay, I can, I can afford to do it that way. Uh, up front, eh, I don't know. It's a lot of money to, to put out. Then again, I probably can sell my Series Two and recover, you know, maybe half of the cost of the watch. So then, that's okay. I'm interested in where and how well Apple does with this LTE thing. 
Supposedly, if you believe Tim Cook about early orders, more people than they expected are going for the LTE version. Calling Dick Tracy. We'll have more with Joe Wilcox and Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. Listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low cost plans put your sites on high performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Use discount code GCN and receive 15% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter and get your Bug Assault today. With nearly 70 years of history engineering bunkers, today, Atlas Survival Shelters is still the authority. Atlas offers 18 different choices, from commercial tornado shelters to underground nuclear fallout shelters. Starting at just $99.99, with 100% financing available, comfortable interiors, and state-of-the-art air filtration systems, Atlas Survival Shelters are the most popular private survival shelters in the world. Call 1-855-4-BUNKER-NOW or visit atlassurvivalshelters.com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. 
Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-557-0158. That's 800-557-0158. Again, 800-557-0158. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But soon, you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live-underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional, off-the-grid mobile survival bug-out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. We're talking about Apple Watch Series 3. Its tent pole feature is an LTE radio. And I think it's what, one hour talk time, Joe? That's what they say. Um, but really, you know, who's going to, you know, talk on the phone? I mean, I do from time to time. I mean, you already can, if you have your phone nearby, you know, you can answer on your watch. And I certainly do that driving on occasion. Very convenient, keep my hands in the wheel, uh, but still able to, to talk to someone on the phone. But, and I can do that now. I don't need LTE. But if you're a runner or a swimmer or, you know, fast walker, whatever, mountain climber, you know, who knows where you might not want to take your phone with you. You get your alerts, you get your text messages, so on. You don't get your email, if I understand correctly. That's uh, maybe that's not such a bad, <laughs> a bad thing. The question is, do you want to have all of that stuff as distractions anyway? When you're out running, do you really need to be distracted by, you know, your watch? Shouldn't you be focused on, uh, uh, on the moment, you know, being in there in the moment, the physical exertion and, you know, the mental benefits that you get, uh, endorphins, whatever. So uh, I, I can see where Apple's going about the music, where people can stream. Uh, but can't you just download the music to your phone anyway now and just listen that way? So it's mixed benefits. I see some benefit, but I think for a lot of people, they already have those benefits uh, with the phone and watch being close together. And since you still need a phone to set up the watch, it isn't like a truly independent device. That said, there are absolutely people uh, that uh, will want it. And for what, 50 bucks more? You know, why not just spend that? And then you have it if you need it. You can always turn off the capability if you don't want to use it. It's definitely more economical to buy it. And the other issue here is if you compare the price to last year, the difference isn't quite as drastic. It's $70 difference for the version without the LTE radio. But oh, you can only... Ex- Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> so one of the things here is that the price increase isn't that much, although there's a decent discount for people who want to buy one without. And it's not something you just plug in later. So we see that. I'm kind of thinking where it's really going to come into its own is maybe a couple of three years down the pike when batteries are more efficient, chips are more efficient, and you start getting talk time that's closer to a traditional phone. So then maybe we have the future that I always envisioned. I never understood 
in a way, why phones kept getting bigger. I really thought they would keep getting smaller. And of course, when we start talking about voice interaction versus touch, uh, then th- that kind of makes sense. So with your phone, we, we know at what point can your watch replace your phone? And I think that's where you're going. Well, that's what you're talking about. When the battery is efficient enough, the uh, we don't have the much heat or you know you know loss of you know whatever uh, inside the device, so that as a few hours or more than a few hours of talk time, uh, plus you get all that information on your wrist. I think there comes a point where you can say, "Gosh, I've got the smaller device that's with me all the time, and it's not my phone. It's my it's on my wrist." You see, you've just brought in something really interesting here. Is it possible some people might say, I don't need an iPhone. The Apple Watch does it all for me. Yeah, except we, we're not there yet because you still need that iPhone. But if in the future it's not required, and again, as you said, the battery life is there, maybe you don't need an iPhone. You see, right now, the Apple Watch will sell only in fractions of the number of iPhones Apple could move. True. But think about it this way also. If you can make that as a new, a new category where there isn't a, where, where not a lot of people own it, right? If you can make it functional enough on its own, then you have all of those people that have owned phones already that may not be upgrading every couple of years because the, the phone functionality has reached a plateau, who may will buy a, a watch instead? And look what happened with the PC market. The kind of PCs reached a certain kind of plateau, the desktop PCs, but you could get a laptop and it would offer you, you know, more flexibility. Biggest benefit is portability. You can take your, your computer with you anywhere. And so you saw that shift in sales. So the one thing... After it reached saturation, there was something else to replace it. If that's Apple's long-term goal, and it can pull it off, uh, and it's the market leader to start with, there's no reason why the watch could have a much bigger future than analysts are snidely predicting today. Well, I saw an article once saying that Apple would lose its status as having the iPhone as a digital hub because more people would buy the Apple Watch. Uh, well, we're a long way from that. <laughs> yeah, we're quite uh, a long way. I mean, even then, you know, the way Apple works, they don't mind to cannibalize products as long as they make the product. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot that can be done with a watch. I mean, l- just look at what's happened with the smartwatch category at, at the partners that, uh, you know, Apple has with, uh, and then around Android. I mean, you got, you got the, you know, traditional watchmakers like, you know, Fossil and Montblanc that are, you know, on board, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, Android wear because they understand that, you know, that, uh, you know, jewelry and technology, uh, together are design statements and their status symbols in a way. Which, by the way, was very true of uh, when iPhone came out, and a lot of people, you know, you, they bought it because of that reason. They paid the five ninety nine. Was it five ninety nine, four ninety nine, and five ninety nine? I, I guess for the original uh, model. I think it was three ninety nine, four ninety nine. Mm, I bought one. I think it was four ninety nine, five ninety nine. We can look it up to confirm. But uh, what you're referring to is not long after the launch 
uh, Steve Jobs lowered the price by $100. I think that's what you're referring to. But when it, but on launch day, it was more. Okay. It started at $499, $599. You're correct. And then I think he cut $100 off the price. Yep. Yep. And gave refunds to the early buyers too. Which is kind of interesting. How many companies are going to do that? Most companies will say it's too bad. What would happen, of course, is there's usually, what, a 15 to 30-day money-back guarantee, so people would just return the units and say, okay, why are you returning it? Because the price went down. (laughs) And at that point, the dealer might be forced to say, you know what, it's not worth my time processing a return. I'll give you credit. I'll give you an incentive to accept this product and not ask for another one. Joe Wilcox, please tell our listeners, if they want to know more about the things that you do, where do they go? How do they do it? Oh, gosh. I, I've been so absent online recently. But when I am online, I'm over at uh, Beta News. I think author Joe Wilcox. I have my own website, joewilcox.com. You can find me on Twitter. I'm Joe Wilcox over there. I'm around and about. Well, we're around and about, too. You can find us on Twitter. Look for Tech Night Owl. Look for Tech Night Owl on Twitter. Look for Gene Steinberg, the guy with the plaid shirt, red plaid shirt, on Facebook. Look for our other radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night called The Powercast at Powercast.com. Our guest lineup this week is kind of eclectic. We have a listener named Louis Sheehan who comes aboard and questions us, me and my guest co-host Jay Randall Murphy. And he asks some pretty hard questions. And we give him some pretty hard answers. So if you want to know more about the Paracast and all the things we do there, go to Paracast.com. That's Paracast.com. We even have a Paracast.net. You can link to it as well. Get all those options with websites. We have another way for you to support this show, and that's to become a member of Tech Night Owl Plus. You go to plus, P-L-U-S dot to get more information on how to sign up And the way it works is simple. Once you become a member, there's a special place to download your episodes. And you can do it through iTunes or podcast or various podcast apps on iOS and, of course, Android. And you get the version free of the network ads. No network ads. Better quality audio. The price starts at just $1.49 for a single week. Plus.technightowl.com. Can you dig it? Joe Wilcox, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks, Gene. The Tech Night Out Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.